0: So we're back. Another episode of Seeking Wisdom, and we are lucky to have Trish Bertuzzi on here. And you should. You should. (laughs) should. should. And uh, and so probably everyone who's listening knows Trish, legend. um, Wrote a book called The Sales Development uh, Playbook.
1: Yes.
0: And uh, I read that book, and uh, back when I was at HubSpot, we read that book and it was circulated around, and we learned about the concept, the emergence. Of the sales development rep, yes. right? You kind of crystallize that. And so we're lucky to have her. Even though we're in the same city, we're um, in the same state, Massachusetts, we've never had you on the podcast before, which is our bad. And so we're rectifying that and we're psyched to have you on board today. Welcome, Thank
1: Trish. Thank you. Psyched <laughs> to finally be here. Yeah. And it kind of disturbs me that you said you had a copy of my book that you passed around oh. <laughs> the hospital. To make any money if you buy they one, have one, copy. They have one copy they're like, like, it it they're like was, yeah. are you done yet can <laughs> I, I read seriously? it yet yeah yeah <laughs> You're like, you know, i'm trying to fund my retirement here.
0: totally we got to sell some books <laughs> yeah. get a copy of sales of my no, no, playbook no, on amazon because
2: if you did it to make money the book is a, the book is not the money the book is not the money maybe maybe it is maybe it is mm. dc's trying to push me to get our new book New York Times bestseller week bestseller week one. Yeah. Fifteen thousand copies in one week. <laughs>
1: well you can well if you buy fifteen thousand <laughs> copies. No, it doesn't count. i looked, it. It. Well, that's I've how looked it into it. i looked into it on Amazon, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
2: there's a lot there's a lot we should talk about with Trish. But I think how do you talk about and how do you sound what has changed since you wrote the book? Because I feel like Ooh. you wrote the book in t- two years ago and yeah. even since then, overnight, the landscape has changed from how people react to sales and marketing to what's actually changed inside of companies. What's changed since you wrote the book?
1: So a couple things have changed pretty significantly i think one of the big things that i talk about a lot recently is the fact that it's even harder to get buyers to engage with us harder than ever before the wall is bigger and you have to be better to get there so I, one, I wrote this
2: quote down because I was like, this is how I know this is going to be fun because you talk like we talk. You said, buyers have built this massive wall between them and the reason why is because we have bored the ever-living crap out of them with banal messaging, content that is six ways to do this or that, and emails that have alligators and file boxes that fell on top of someone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I pull
1: punches. Yes. I, that's why. <laughs> really punches. That's filtered. That's, yeah. filtered. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. that's filtered. So it's true though. It's right? So true. I mean, you know, everybody looks at your inbox or mm-hmm. whatever and you're like, Ugh, here we go. So what does that do for sales development? It makes their job even that much harder, and Mm -hmm. they had the hardest job in the whole sales process to begin with, right? One of the things that I think is going to help people this year is to think about engagement in a little bit of a Mm -hmm. different way. So we did some research with modern sales pros and sales hacker, Mm -hmm. right? The Bridge Mm -hmm. Group did that, and it's called the Ultimate Sales Engagement Guide, and it's research on how some very specific buyer types want to be approached Mm. and consume content, Mm -hmm. right? Fascinating research. So what it said to us is, let's take sales versus marketing. Sales likes video. Sales Mm -hmm. likes the phone. Marketing likes email. Marketing likes white papers. So if you're selling to both of those constituencies, most people go out and they build this sequence or cadence that says, we're going to touch you this many times using this, whatever. And it's vanilla across all buyer Mm -hmm. personas. Mm -hmm. So the new thing now is to get so intimately knowledgeable about your buyer personas that you know what channels to communicate with them in and you know what channels to deliver content. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a big trend.
0: Why has that taken so long? Right? Doesn't it seem obvious? Because if this was like in real life, you would know that you would have to treat someone who has a different role differently, right?
1: I think it's taken so long because we just get to the point where we finally have standardized cases mm-hmm. and sequences. That's so true. And then we had phone, we had email, then we had social, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now we have conversational marketing. So there's a lot going on and it's just the next step in our evolution.
0: How did you become known for being the queen of sales development?
1: It's a self-proclaimed title. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a good she's That's a, good. Marketer,
0: That's good. a marketer. She's really yeah. a marketer, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I guess I just know. No, but you are known.
0: You're known that way.
1: Yeah. I don't know about being the queen.
0: Okay, okay, okay. I think um, people
2: think Trish equals sales development or right? yeah. inside sales. It's, yeah. Those two yeah. ghosts. Well, in. 21 years in. Well, yeah. 21 years.
1: Okay, okay. that's the okay. secret. <laughs> you know, I, I always say to people, yeah, I'm an overnight success, 30 years in the making. Love that. Here, Did right? you
0: have, uh, what, 28 more years to
2: go? 28? <laughs> yeah. I can not do the math on that. Okay, yeah, no. yeah. We, don't we, make me feel, bad.
0: Don't no, yeah. me feel bad. No, yeah. no,
2: this is good. I think everything's going in the other direction, which is we went from like the last five, 10 years was about like, what can I automate? What can I make more efficient? Mm -hmm. I think we're seeing in the marketing world and in the sales world, we're seeing this swing way back the other way, which is like one-to-one, real information, real knowledge, real research, great content from a marketing perspective. The whole like make a PDF out of some blog post and then call it an ebook doesn't work anymore. The whole spray and pray model doesn't work anymore where you send you know endless emails, did you get my email? The trick with the, yeah, the threaded response and all the gimmicks. Like I think that was the last decade and we're moving into this new decade which is interesting to hear you say that it is harder than ever today. Mm-hmm. But then we have companies with big goals Mm -hmm. managers who have incentives to push the team hard. Like Mm -hmm. how are reps going to balance this next decade or five to 10 years? do you think that it's much harder to sell than it was 10 years ago? No, no, it's easier.
1: You said sell to sell. Engage is a whole different part of the sales Mm -hmm. process, right? yeah. So I think getting to engagement is the hardest part of the sales process. Now, I think selling, once you get the right guy or girl and you have the right conversation about the right problem, no, I think sales 101, good old-fashioned sales skills, I don't think that's changed. Mm -hmm. I think we forgot how to be good. Totally. Mm -hmm. I think we let our good muscles atrophy, but I don't think it's really changed. I think what's changed the most is the front end. And yeah. the back end, mm-hmm. because I think keeping those customers once we sell oh, yeah. them—that's yeah. the new frontier. Yeah, definitely. Because customers are fickle. There's no downsize to switching. Yeah, yeah. There maybe a, a little well, aggravation. Like a little aggravation. I mean,
0: there's just too
2: much risk. You can't do the you can't do the bait and switch anymore. Not that that was ever well, good You're not just selling, good selling one anyway. thing
0: anymore, right? You're yeah. selling a relationship now, right? You're selling SaaS. You're selling <clears> recurring. <throat> you're selling ongoing you're selling over a life cycle versus selling one thing once and get out
1: yes yeah which sounds like it's easier but it's also easier for them to break up with totally you. totally it's yeah. way harder I think. Yeah.
0: and one observation that i had that's interesting about you trish is that you've always from my viewpoint always developed personal relationships always about giving value at bridge group have always done deep mm-hmm. research and that's what you put out there but the sales market has gone and marketing I should say, even the marketing market more has gone so much more overboard on like what Dave was saying, which is like light, not personal, no value, mm-hmm. right? And now I think now it's time to pay for
1: that. There was a company that created part of this problem who Rochelle remained nameless, <laughs> right? For a while, we yeah. all got caught up on having people come to us. Yes, and- content is king Mm -hmm. and you know what and it worked for a while it did and then very well and then then it it stopped stopped. yeah right so now it's time for the next iteration of what that looks like Like
0: all things in marketing or all all of these techniques right they stop after a while can you can you unpack that a little bit
2: like i want to get into the tactics of like what is the next wave of this like talk to the whatever, there's 70 sales reps that drift in and thousands of people are gonna watch this. How do you actually go and do that? Because I think the narrative of sales is harder, you have to be personal, engagement is important. Like I think everybody agrees with that, but I haven't seen a lot of people get into the how. So like the companies you work with, the people you advise, what is a good example of how somebody goes and actually does this?
1: So here's the interesting thing. There's no one way Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I, that I say to people all the time mm-hmm. is, look, if I knew the right answer for every company <laughs> right. out there, obviously right. I would be on my yacht.
0: Yes. And I am
1: not, <laughs> right? I'm not. Right. not on the yacht. Not
0: on the no, yacht. No, not on, not the, on yacht. the yacht. Right. You so yeah. I
1: think here's the thing you need to figure out. You have to figure out your strategy, right? We get so caught up in execution, we forget Mm -hmm. to constantly go back and Mm reevaluate our Mm -hmm. strategy. And I think that's a critical success factor. Like, where are you in the technology adoption life cycle? Are you selling to, Innovators and early adopters, are yep. you selling into the commodity space? Are you selling into the lego space? Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Moore's book is as valid today as it ever oh, was. Oh, totally. Like, so where are you I there? reread it. What's your brand and name recognition? Mm-hmm. What level of the organization do you sell into? What's your average deal size? Mm-hmm. If you're selling to someone in mm-hmm. DevOps, your strategy is going to be totally different than if you're mm-hmm. selling to the C-suite. So everything flows from the strategy. And what I see companies do is develop a strategy, go into execution mode, and never look in the rearview mirror. To make sure that the strategy is right. Strategy needs to iterate as much as your message and your method.
0: Yes. What I love about what you're saying, it's all kind of the same in some ways. Like all of the principles are basic, right? We shouldn't be confused. People, relationships. How to sell, how to provide value, how to analyze. That stuff's basic, but we confuse ourselves all the time because we're chasing tactics and tricks and this and that. And then we're like, why isn't it working? Because we skip the basics. Right. right? We skip the basics every single time. And it's like, we didn't deliver any value. We didn't focus on the customer. We didn't look at what we were doing and understand the strategy behind it. We didn't do any of these things. And it's actually basic stuff, but nobody wants the basic answer because it's hard and it takes time. They want... The easy answer.
1: Well, the other thing is, we're measured on activity.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we're yeah. so busy. Yeah,
1: yeah. So busy. So yeah. I think if you're measured on impact mm-hmm. more than activity, uh, yeah. I mean, at the executive leadership level, most especially, mm-hmm. it makes a profound difference in your go to market strategy. Mm-hmm.
2: So, David has, since the beginning of Drift, he's told me, I'm a marketer. That's not your fault. Yeah, That's yeah. Fault. <laughs> no, all us, you I'll, were born that way. Okay, okay. I sold a couple two, three deals every year. Yeah, two, right, three. Right, two, three. deals. So he was like, look, I'm going to give you advice, and it's not going to fit with what everybody else tells you, but I actually don't want you to read. He goes, don't read any marketing or sales best practices, especially in B2B, especially in SaaS. Mm-hmm. Go back and study the timeless lessons. Go back and read sales books and marketing books from the 1920s, 30s, 40s, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. even, you know, early 2000s, Chet Holmes, Sales Machine, yeah. like, so mm-hmm. many great books like that. And that to me is, that unlocked the lesson, which is over uh, the last 100 years, 200 years, there's only one thing that hasn't changed in sales, people. People are always going to be the same. What's the emotion? What's the benefit? What's the selfish need? What's the desire they have? Mm -hmm. That stuff has never changed. But I think we've just gone so far in the other direction of what's the technology? What's the little hack that all your advice, the thing you guys were just talking about is, is really about what is the person that you're trying to sell to? What do they want? What do they desire and how can you reach them? That stuff has never changed. Right. We're just right. now blinded by, oh, video's a thing now? I'm just going to blast out a hundred videos and like, look, I'm doing good sales today. It doesn't work like
1: that. Right. hundred mm-hmm. percent. What, so do you, what was your favorite book? One of my favorite book. All the oldies that you read. Yes. This is a, you know, you know, true, you know true professional. A true my, professional, yeah, professional
2: asks questions back. Yes. A true professional <laughs> asks questions back. Most people come on the podcast and they're like, yes, next question, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, question. Right. Yeah. My favorite book, there's a 1924 Claude Hopkins Scientific Advertising. It has everything you need to know. It could be a book from 20 years in the future and it's all the same. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. It's, it's from 1924. And we'll that was like, I'll send you a copy. That was the book that I read that unlocked everything for me because it was like, wait a second. This is from over a hundred years ago. Yeah. This is the same advice. Yeah. And then you read a book like Ogilvy on advertising from 1965, yeah. mm. same, right? Then Chet Holmes, 2007 Ultimate Sales Machine, same. He's talking about ABM then, Then. which was just called the Dream 100. Narrow down your universe and find the 100 people that you're going to sell to and want to be good customers. And so I think those are three that we talk about a lot.
0: That was important to show the progression because he went back and then now he can see like the pattern of like, it's always the same, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's basic human needs, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. they're always the same. We can package them, call them something differently. We can put some technology on it. We can do whatever, but it's basically the same. And that's like eighty percent or more. Let's say ninety percent of the thing to focus on, right? And developing, and then this other stuff that changes all the time that's the easy right. light stuff
2: we you know, hang out with our, our sales team a lot we, we talk you know hey what are you reading what are you learning and they'll ask like hey what's a good sales podcast i should listen to i'm like don't go listen to a sales podcasts go read Cialdini's influence six principles of influence mm-hmm. go read that if you read that book about social psychology and behavior you're going to run laps around everybody else in your field mm-hmm. but i think people don't want that they don't want the book from 1984 Maybe they can right. get it
1: on Audible. Close enough to a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Close enough to a podcast. That's true. So how do you, how does
2: like how do you how do you think about technology then? If it is just about people, how do you go out and help advise companies about what stuff they should put into play?
1: First of all, I love tech. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. It's a big problem in my budget. Yes. (laughs) Yes, It is a big budgetary issue for me. But here's how we say to think about it. Once again, everything flows down from the strategy. Mm -hmm. So if I go to someone and I'll say, What are you doing for this particular problem? And they say, Oh, I bought. Yeah. I'm like, Okay, but what's your strategy? They go, I bought.
0: Yeah. Right. Right? It's all done now.
1: Yep. So that's my silver bullet Mm -hmm. and that's going to fix it. So what we say to people is, You need a couple basic strategies to start, right? You need a fabulous CRM, Mm -hmm. you need max table stakes, and then you need a couple other building blocks depending on what you're trying to accomplish. But what you have to do is figure out what supports the strategy, figure out what you need, buy it, implement it, iterate on it, get successful, then think about the next thing. SDRs have, they're using like 5.2 tools a day or yeah. something crazy. Well, how do you do that effectively? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how do you real how do they all tie together? And that's why they need two screens now, yeah. right? <laughs> two monitors because they're like, right, right,
0: right. Yeah, go back forth.
1: And then they're so busy right right that they're not having conversations with their buyers because they're so busy looking at stuff that they're not engaged on you know mano-a-mano mano. so
0: it's easier to look at stuff than actually do yeah talk yeah. to someone
1: <laughs> well, but if you think about it though yeah look at the average age of yeah. a sales development yep. rep they don't have mm-hmm. face-to-face conversations Mm-mm. like I could be sitting next to someone and they'll text me yeah or snapchat or yeah or whatever the case so I mean there's that problem yeah. which we need to surmount. Can I go on a rant just for one minute? Please. Oh, oh, okay. This is a rant.
0: Let's, let's, rant okay. zone. Oh, okay.
1: So here's what makes me crazy about people who are disappointed in their sales development reps. They don't train them, and I don't mean training on what to say, when to say it, the mm-hmm. standard. Yeah. How about presentation skills?
0: Oh yes, I love it. How
1: about learning how to speak mm-hmm. in a way that works for you? Mm-hmm that you recognize what your pitfalls are. Like yeah. I listened to something I did the other day and I say, I think at the beginning of every sentence, well, obviously it's coming out <laughs> of your mouth. It's what you think. Right? Yeah. yeah. So I have to train myself not mm-hmm. to do that anymore, but just like presentation skills, yeah. a conversation mm-hmm. is a presentation. Totally. Yep. So I think people need to start investing in more than just tools, tech, tips, tricks, hacks.
0: Yeah, this is where we spend a lot of our time, the real training that we do every day is on things that I wish I would have learned in school or at some point, but they're basic things like, how do you frame a story? Mm -hmm. What is a story? Dave talks about this a lot. Here are the elements of a story. These are the three things you need to have in a story. Mm-hmm. Every presentation is a story, mm-hmm. right? Every pitch is a story. Every time you communicate with a group, it's a storytelling activity. Yep. And the basics of storytelling, whether it's in a movie or face-to-face yep. or whatever, they're always they're the same, right? You can go back to as far back as you want. You could go to the Bible, you can go to whatever. It's always the same yep. thing. Mm-hmm. So how do you teach? How do you do that? Like No one taught me how to do that. I had to learn and that's what we try to teach internally. How do you teach presentation skills? Yep. How do you teach how to reach out to someone and give before you ask to get something from them, right? Like, how do you teach these basic things that I wish the world would have taught us, you know, yeah. how do you recognize how they're different from you and then how do you communicate to someone who's different than you are, right? All of those basic skills. How
1: do they want to communicate? Yes, totally. Sales reps mm-hmm. should be saying at the end of every conversation, initial conversation, what's your preferred method of communication?
0: Yeah, totally. Do you want an email? Do you want me to call you? What I do you have want? one
1: client who only texts me.
0: Oh yeah, I like, believe it.
1: Gone with the wind yeah. size text. It's, <laughs> it's the only way he wants yeah. to communicate. Hey, whatever yeah. works. Whatever they like, want. Whatever yeah. works. But like, also like what, looking. You looking. Looking yeah.
2: internally. So you mentioned, you, Joe, when you walked in, you're like, I see you everywhere with videos, right? Yeah. On LinkedIn. We talked about this the other day. I get a lot of questions from people that are like, hey, I want to do that too, but I just don't like being on camera. And I'm like, don't do it just because I do it. You have to find your thing. And I think just like marketers, we love getting caught in like the best practices. Oh, the best time, the best thing you should do in an email is blank. Same thing in sales. What is your thing? I've been at companies where there's five varieties of different type of sales reps. One of them is all facts and just knows the product cold and gives a wow demo. The other one is like all sizzle and tells a great story and doesn't really know the product that well, but they all work and everybody has these kind of different flavors.
1: It's bringing the human back into sales is what's going to make you successful. Your personality, your style, totally. whatever it is, you don't have to be like the guy sitting next to you. Yeah. You don't have to be hyper hairy or you don't have to be chatty Susie. You can be you. If you want to be technical Teddy use it to your advantage I think we
2: all love being on the other end of getting sold to we all love when a salesperson is real and honest like the example I use a lot when we give talks is like when you go to a restaurant my wife and I were out for her birthday a couple months ago at a restaurant Mm -hmm. we ordered a bunch of stuff the waiter comes up to us and he goes you guys aren't gonna like that thing he goes trust me get this Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. instantly won us over on the spot because like this guy's incentivized to get us to buy his stuff at the restaurant but he's telling us don't get that get that that like credibility Mm -hmm. that that earned you so much point from a credibility standpoint in that conversation.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And that's a place you probably want to go back to. We want to go back because it's an amazing experience, Mm -hmm.
2: right? Same experience this weekend. I bought a new car this weekend. We go in, we're in there for four hours. This guy's telling me, we try to upsell you on this, but you don't actually need that. Just get this thing. You spent
1: four hours buying a car? (laughs)
2: Trish, I'm not. You need the, to talk to
1: John Barrett. <coughs> yeah, yeah. He bought his uh, his Tesla online. Yeah, that's it.
2: Like, yeah.
0: totally.
1: dude,
2: why didn't right you get a this Tesla? Was, this was we're in there with car seats and checking uh, out this yeah. and
1: that. So this was wasn't like Tesla. no,
2: John. Safety I love latches. you. I love you, John. But John was this was John, that was a fun car for John. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like the idea. Yeah, yeah. Of
0: Tesla. <laughs> this this is the uh, baby baby yeah, this, mobile. Is the,
2: this is the family wagon. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's go. crazy. I How did the concept of sales development rep start? Because that the world was kind of. Been there as far as oh I can god. remember, but it was never the 80s. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's called
1: telemarketing. Yeah. <laughs> it was my first job. I loved it so much. <clears> yeah. yeah. It telemarketing. Telemarketing rep? Absolutely. And you know what? No CRM. Yeah, nothing. Like paper, paper. no email, book. mailing yeah. stuff. Uh. Oh my god, I'm dating myself. Yeah. That's awesome. It was like being a Fred Flintstone yeah? SDR what yeah. was it fun? I loved it. Yeah. I am a sales development rep. My favorite thing I do every day is outbound. Just get on the phone. That's awesome. Just mm. get people to talk to me.
0: That's amazing. I wish I had that. I don't have that skill. Outbound. I got to develop that skill.
1: Oh, my God. It's so fun. Cold yeah. call. So there's no such thing as a cold call anymore. Say so what? It's intelligent outbound reach. Yeah. Do because your research. what's cold? I can mm-hmm. find out everything I need to know about you. Everything. That's pretty true. much except what you had for lunch. That's marketing. <laughs> that's, that,
0: that's. Well, with marketing. Dave, if you follow him on, on Instagram, good. you could find out what he had for lunch. Yeah, you could find everything out. Yeah. Everything
1: about <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 me is
2: public. Everything is public. Come on, Trish. I
0: have a listener question. Okay. This is
2: from Kenny. Kenny is up in Toronto. Okay. Great sales cold? guy. It's cold here in Boston. It's pretty damn yeah. cold here. <laughs> she said, Trish does everything. She writes books, she does a blog, she has a podcast, she speaks, she goes to events. Which of those things have the biggest impact on your business?
0: Ooh, hmm.
2: I think I know the answer, but I don't want to answer for you.
0: We'll see. We should have made him write it down. Before. All right. So the
1: book was awesome. The book was awesome. I'm going to write down my answer. I think not events.
0: No.
1: Definitely not events.
2: Say more. Events are so everybody goes to events. We're all at events. Hey, you gonna see? I see, I see yeah, John Barrows at every
1: event. Right. And good for him. Because <laughs> he likes planes. I hate planes. Yeah, yeah, he likes planes. So it. here's the thing with an event. I sell to a very specific audience. Yeah. So I get on stage mm-hmm. in an event. There's 100 people. Maybe 10 of them fit my ideal customer profile. And maybe I can get at two of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can stand in my office at my stand-up desk And use my sales engagement platform and get at those same damn 10 people anytime i want without getting
0: on a plane yep right that's awesome now
1: podcasts i love them Mm -hmm. i love them because broad audience diverse audience i think honest to god the thing that gets us probably the best spread is our research and our in our content Mm. if you look at our blog we blog Eight times a year, Mm -hmm. people pay attention when we blog. Yeah, Uh, wow,
0: that that's so good.
1: When we do research, yeah, I think that gets us. That's how people find us, and Mm -hmm. we give it away for free. Mm -hmm. So listeners, we give away fabulous research. For free and we do it because we love you yeah. and we love the sales community. So
0: And we circulate that research all the time.
1: Yeah, That's why yes, it works. Go check though.
0: it out. That's why it works because you link below. You
2: don't do it often. When you do it it's meaningful and it's free because you know that you're gonna give this stuff into the world and what you're gonna get back from it. It's going to be
0: great. And it's timeless. Yeah. It's like we're putting in the hard work. We're only going to release quality. You're only releasing quality. Yep. It goes against what everyone thinks, which is like, I'll just put more. And more leads to mediocre yep. stuff that nobody wants to read. Yep. Right? Yep. And you're putting out valuable stuff. That's yeah. good to know.
2: My answer was going to be all of those things. Because uh. I oh, think, well,
1: you know what? You are correct. Because
2: yeah. I think, so I get your point on events. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not all events are, are worth. It's expensive travel and hours to yep. go to that stuff. Yeah. But I think what you said to me, like anytime anybody wants to do a video interview, a podcast, we always say yes to that because I think you just got to be everywhere. It's the perception of being everywhere. There's just too much noise, and so I want people to see every video, every podcast, every right. interview, especially in your space. There's a lot of people out there, mm-hmm.
0: and it goes it back like to something Trish said before, which is like goes back to the buyer. We believe mm-hmm. in like investing in all of these things, and they have different payoffs, exactly like you said. But the reason that we do it more is that every buyer has a different preference, Mm -hmm. right? Just like you said in the communication style, some people want a podcast. A lot of those people who want a podcast will never ever look at a video and vice versa. Some people want video, they'll never do the podcast. Some people want the research and they're never gonna do any of the audio or the video stuff. Everyone has a different thing that they want, and some people want phone, and this guy wants text only, and this one wants email. Yep. Like, everyone's got their own thing that they want. All right, yep.
2: we're gonna wrap, and okay. I have some questions for you more about you personally. Okay, ready? <laughs> you ready? You can do it. You can do it. Okay. You can do it. All right. Okay, what is your thing? Like, one habit outside of sales development, work? Okay. Like, are you a gardener? Do you love CrossFit? Like, what is your thing? Personally. CrossFit? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just B- saying. He B- likes B- CrossFit. That's right.
1: Go All right. What's you my Meditate. Thing? Yeah. No, I'm too hyper. <laughs> uh, no, I'm too hyper. Ooh, <laughs> um, I have bees.
0: Ooh, have that's, that's bees. such
1: a good thing. Okay. And let me tell you why I have bees. Because I'm saving the world for your children. Love it. Yes. Andy's, it's Annie's Andy's Andy's planet. I live on a lake. I have a beautiful garden. Awesome. And I decided to get bees because I'm trying to save the world.
0: Love I've that. always wanted bees. Yes. As always.
1: I am a yuppie. Yeah. And I have my bees. I pay for someone to take <laughs> care of them. There's
2: a beekeeper.
1: I have bees. Yeah. So the
2: bees. bees live on your property. But yeah, you yeah,
0: they're yeah, yeah, they're tenants. Yeah, they tenants. That's right. awesome. I go, right.
1: out. I go out and do stuff. Stuff with the bees.
0: Right. Look crazy. at the bees. bees. That alone is
2: worth
1: it. I'm an avid golfer. Okay. okay. Nice. Horrible. Okay. Okay. I'm like the worst golfer on the face of the bees. Dave's are golfer. You're
2: an avid golfer, You.
1: Oh, terrible. But I love it. Okay, we're going to play it. golf. I, yeah, we oh should my God. have. I belong. Done. Yeah. A great club. Yeah. Well,
2: I'll have to go with you.
0: Yeah. And we'll go to okay. <laughs> <All laughs> right, right, So they cool. let them They I'll out. carry yeah. your bag. So, so otherwise, might not AI. let me.
1: Let's see what else. Final thing. I love my family.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: I have an awesome family. That's awesome. Good. So, so All right. A lot of time Bees.
0: Are they golf. nearby? Family?
1: Believe it or not, I still have my parents. 90 years old. That's awesome. Active. Yep, they live in Naples, Florida. That's incredible. My son lives about eight minutes away from me. My son, who is Matt Bertuzzi, brilliant member of the Bridge Group, wrote his own book, which is fabulous. Sure, Check out
0: his book, Matt Bertuzzi.
1: Yeah, it's on how to implement sales development strategies in the Salesforce Lightning Experience. Is it cool to in business together? It is amazing, but... There are secrets to being in a family business together. You have to do totally different things.
0: (laughs) Yes. No overlap, right?
1: Zippo, zero, none, overlap.
2: Yeah. So there's no conflict or just like...
1: Well, there's no conflict because the world does not know this, but he is the boss of me.
0: (laughs) Kids are always the boss They know it now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. What is your... uh, Dave knows this once he (laughs) had a kid. Yeah. He has a new boss. I have a boss. She's a little dictator. Yeah. 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 This, now.
2: Yeah. I slept on the couch last night. Because of this dictator. My yeah. wife is sick. I try to sleep in my daughter's room. No. She stood up and looked at me for 20 minutes crying. And I said, I'm going gone.
0: It
1: was <laughs> oh,
2: awful. It was awful. Okay. What's your morning routine?
1: Ah. Oh. <laughs> what did
2: you do this morning? That's what I don't know.
1: Okay. I'm at my desk by 7.30. Wow. Yeah. It's I in your house. Virtual. Yeah. It's virtual, right? <laughs> yeah. So, at Is my your desk, desk your seat. bed? My <laughs> desk <laughs> is not day. my bed. Oh, okay. I okay. don't do that. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah, I have a neither. real... Office, okay. or video set up, the whole back. Yeah. yeah. So I have to do email and drink coffee yes. before anything else. And I only have one cup of coffee today. So it's not like that. So, and <laughs> that's usually when I talk to Matt about mm-hmm. any issues we yeah. have because he's an early riser too. And I just get caught up on all my stuff. Like during the day when I'm getting emails, oh, that's interesting. Off it goes. I know I'm going to look at it in the morning. Yeah. I, you
0: have always been an early riser? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Same.
1: Yeah.
2: Dave? Been an acquired taste.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it.
2: Now I am. Okay, that's good. Um, How do you work? How do you work? Like you're remote all day. You've scheduled time. You You have like three hours of deep work and then you do emails or?
1: Oh God, doesn't that sound good? Yes. So so my calendar, I guard with my life, right? But at 11 and 3 is my outbound sales time Mm. and it's sacrosanct time. I try not to do anything else at 11 a.m. and at 3 p.m. I am at my stand-up desk, which is where I do my best-selling selling. Yeah. Scheduled sales calls go in wherever they go. Schedule in gym time. Skip it a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <They> schedule, <laughs> it's in the I calendar. It it's there. Lot. It's there. And there was days is only selling day. Like I don't do podcasts at most times. Today, I won't yeah. leave the office on a Thursday. So I'm pretty regimented. I love think that. you have to be like that if you're going to run a I've
2: business. I've seen uh, John Barrows, like his calendar looks similar. I don't know too much about this world, yeah. but yeah. it seems to be like, okay, I'm making these calls during this oh, time. He's awesome. I love that discipline. Yeah. I, yeah. I love it. I try to have that with like writing or creating. Yeah. It doesn't always happen that way. Yeah. What are books that you would recommend the most as sales leaders, whether they're current leaders or aspiring leaders? So Sales development playbook.
1: Number, Obviously, one. number one Obviously. Matt Bertizzi's
0: book number two yeah
1: number two yeah. um let's see I just bought because I heard it was awesome I haven't read it yet I think it's called growth IQ by Tiffany Bova oh
0: I'll check that out I oh, read I've it. heard
1: rave reviews about it so She's it just awesome. landed on my desk yesterday I am madly in love with Keenan's new book called gap-selling
0: really, gap really selling. interesting here's yep. what it's
1: about quick synopsis people either sell to current state or future state yep Nobody sells to the Gap on how you get there.
0: Mm -hmm. Ooh, I love this.
1: That's where sales should be selling.
0: Ooh, I love that. So
1: There's that. And I'm also reading Eat Their Lunch by Anthony Iannarino, Mm -hmm. which is about competitive selling. Not that I have competitors or care about them, but I want to beat them.
0: (laughs) In case they try to emerge. That's awesome. All right. Gap selling. Yeah. I could use that. I feel like there's a lot
2: of people that are right in that middle.
0: Yeah, Yeah. everyone's in the middle. Everyone's trying to go from one state to another state. And I love Mm -hmm. that observation of like, sell to that, sell to the transformation, not the you're already there.
1: That is correct. I saw him speak about that book at Inbound last year, Mm -hmm. and I sat in the audience going, ugh, I'm a loser. Ugh, I'm a loser. i got to get this book. i got to do this because it made so much sense.
0: Yeah. It's the equivalent of the weight loss before and after. You're selling the transformation. You can't just sell the weight loss books on someone who's already jacked on the cover. Right, and you don't sell them in your current state. Mm-hmm. You want to sell the gap, go mm-hmm. from here to there, mm-hmm. to sell the transformation. Yep. I love it. Thank you so much for being on Trish. If you love Trish like you do, leave a six star review, six stars only, and uh, only and shout out to Trish. Yes, yeah. yeah. the system only goes to five, but yeah, all of our reviews rate five <clears throat> stars, and then in the comments they write six stars.
1: Oh, okay, that's our
0: hack. All right, six stars. Six stars. Check out Trish Bertizzi's book. Check out the Bridge Group Inc. Yeah, right? Bridge
1: Group Inc. Bridge
0: Group and download all their original research. That's Do you want there. to know
2: one of the all time power moves in marketing? What's that? Trish Bertuzzi's Twitter handle is at Bridge Group.
0: Oh, yeah? At
2: Inc. Bridge Group Inc. Yeah, yeah. How
0: yeah. good is that? Yeah, that's <laughs> what you need to do. So all check her out on all the social stuff. Thank you so much.
1: My pleasure. Awesome. Thank you,
0: Thank you Trish.